And welcome to Australia's first Let's Talk Tiny Houses podcast. My name is Christine, and ever since laying eyes on my first tiny house, I wanted to know more about the movement, the lifestyle, the communities, and most of all, how I can go tiny. While on my tiny journey, gathering information and meeting amazing like-minded people, I started thinking, apart from my business, how could I contribute back to the movement? Then I was introduced to podcasting. And that was my light bulb moment. I'm so thrilled that through this podcast, I am able to bring you an amazing cast of co-hosts who all bring their own unique skills, knowledge and advice to each episode. All of us are extremely passionate about the tiny house movement and want to share our experience, expertise and enthusiasm with our listeners. Each week, we'll bring you a special guest interview or particular hot topic discussion that relates to tiny living for your listening pleasure. Okay, let's jump in and find out who we have with us this week. Okay, so hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Tiny Houses. I'm so excited this week. I've got Peter from Black Rabbit Espresso with me and as everyone knows, I'm really interested in businesses. So when I was driving along Musgrove Road the other week and I saw this gorgeous little van just staring at me like a little light bulb, you know. I was like, oh, I must find out who this is. And here we are. So Peter's given up his time tonight to come and speak with me and fill us in on his tiny journey and his business tiny journey. So I'll hand it over to Peter. And Peter, if you just let us know where the business is at at the moment, and then we can sort of work backwards from there and find out where it all started and your inspirations. Okay. Well, thanks again for the invitation, Christine. Where we are at the moment, we're probably really excited and happy to say that, you know, we've had, you know, a year and a nearly a year and a half uh, in the van. Um, it's been exceptional from day one, even though we really didn't know what it was going to, what the van really had to produce. You know, we, you know, it was it was myself basically, and uh, and and now it's growing into a smaller team. Um, the business has been fantastic. Um, the van is awesome; it's held up so well. Um, and uh, I think you know what we've found is that by having this little oasis and this little van that, that stands out on a, a what's one of the busiest roads in Brisbane mm. is that people that haven't seen us yet are talking to other people about this van. So they recognise it, they see it, and everyone's, you know, been so wonderful with their comments and um, and and it's drawn a lot of customers in, I think. You know, that's, that's you know, so true that, you know, if you make something attractive, you know, people will come. You know? so, definitely, yeah. definitely. So, well, that's what I spotted. I was driving along in probably about three o'clock, so there would have been the schools around there um, going out, the kids all getting picked up. It was busy, and uh, like literally, you were like this shining little beacon over it, and you say Oasis. Yeah. Over, I was like, oh, look at it. Oh, it's so, it, I say cute. It's so cute. It's so cute. I really, I need to find out what's happening over there. How did they start? And so, if we go back to how it all started, 
of roughly a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. Black Rabbit Espresso, where did the name come from? Right, okay. Well, probably, uh, it's probably changed a little bit over the, uh, over the, the, you know, the course of time, like good stories do. Yes. But essentially, um, the idea, I suppose, was, uh, the black and the rabbit, the rabbit being, um, sort of a magician's, you know, main tool. And, and ever, people talk about magic involved with coffee, mm -hmm. you know, it's this mysterious, you know, brew that, you know, that how do people make it so good, you know? Uh, so, the rabbit was sort of the magician's hat, and the black being like the dark arts, similar to your pink sheet tails, yes. the black rabbit. <laughs> so the black sheet, the mm -hmm. black rabbit, a combination of the two. Um, so yeah, we just, you know, I wanted something that uh, I, I felt had a bit of a story to it, and not just, you know, a couple of catchy words that mm -hmm. work together. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that's fundamentally, that's, that's really how the black rabbit sort of, um, brand, you know, sort of came about from that idea. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, a brand and not a business. That's right. So just before we've, we've met tonight and we were having a big talk just before and you were letting me know how it, how you actually started. I transitioned from uh, an occupation of 20 years in a creative services that involves some marketing as well, uh, dealing with brands and, um, and I had an opportunity to get into an industry, coffee, that um, I was all excited about, but really not that excited or interested about doing a cafe, but I thought, what are my options? And one of them was, you know, obviously online, it's very popular. Can we? Can I create a brand and work with a, a mentor and a mate who um, taught me everything about coffee and also is my supplier and develop the blend that we use. And uh, we thought, let's try to develop a brand for just doing online sales, not selling out of a van at all. With the skills I already had, that seemed to be complimentary, whereas I had never worked in a cafe, never been around involved with cafes. Um, so I was very apprehensive and didn't really think that that was the direction I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. But that changed. It did. Then what did it change into? Oh, it changed. <laughs> it changed. It sure did. Um, so really, we first started and it wasn't the caravan. It was even smaller than the caravan. It was just a, a little gull-winged you know, coffee cart um, on the same site but not in the same location. And that was all about me saying, well, if I brand this up and give some visibility to it, people will see it. And then I'll work on the online sales, you know. And probably within about three months of, uh, of, of working it and through probably the worst part of the year, you know, early morning winters, uh, starting back in July of 2017, um, I've started realising this hospitality side of it and this making coffee stuff, I actually really enjoy it. It's something that I like. Um, what I didn't like was getting rained on and freezing to death and being so ex exposed to the elements and very soon realised if I'm to go to the next level and, and continue to do what I'm doing, keeping it very simple, all about coffee, was to make a tiny home or a tiny, a tiny dwelling business. to a tiny yeah. business. Yes. Exactly. And that was, uh, it got me ticking over after those three months and, um, and then, yeah, we talked briefly about where I went and who I engaged with. Yes. So, 
um, you had a friend. I do. You could he call still him. is a friend, I yes. believe. Oh, excellent. Because he's, uh, he's trying to get me to build another one. But, uh, yeah. Um, so we'll talk about that. So you are looking at expanding... Look, to a degree, it's, I'm not actively searching. Um, we talked about, you know, what the business means to me and that obviously, you know, for me, from our conversation, I, I, I'm not in it for money. So mm-hmm. the idea of expanding, you know, to me almost feels like is it to try and, you know, get more money? You know, what, what am I expanding for at the moment? I feel like I don't need to, mm-hmm. but... Um, Anyway, to digress back to my a friend of mine. So he works uh, in the industry of refurbing caravans. Uh, and knows how they're fully constructed and and how to you know to build one. So I had a chat with him. I'd identified a space on the block which is quite small where, where we're currently located um, on Musgrave Road, and it was very limiting to the size. So I looked at other caravans and other you know, options, containers, the sorts, and none of them really lent themselves to the size that I needed. And none of, and the ones that did looked quite not bland or plain, you know. And so I had a chat with him and he said, I can make you one of these. We, All we need is, is basically an 8x5 trailer and I'll build it from there. And then, so along with that, I... I was involved with the build. I helped in the construction. You've seen some of the photos. Yes, of, I have. I think I'm even in a few to sort of prove <laughs> that I was there. Um, and and so the design side of it, I sort of winged a lot of it. I, I, I knew the space that we had to work with, but I didn't really know the equipment and how everything was going to fit in. So I just got the fundamentals of... You know, fridge sizes are fairly standard and bench heights are fairly standard and depths are fairly standard. So I started going, okay, these are the things that we need to. And then the regulations with regards to council regulations, you know, sink sizes and, you know, other things. So, yeah, just started piecing those together and then working with the materials that I thought would look fantastic. You know, timber, the, the nice white you know, um, finish on the van on the outside and inside's a fiberglass, so it's extremely durable, can be wiped down, and then the back wall of it is um, a pressed metal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's and the two of us over the course of, I think it was about three and a half months, three months, um, eventually finished it just before Christmas of 2017 and had it on site in January 2018, oh. early January. What a great way to start the year. Yeah. That's awesome. So it was um, very exciting. And to look at the photos of the before in the coffee cart to the uh, to the little caravan um, is just amazing. And even now, I, other than to talk to someone like you about the coffee cart, I tend to forget that time because it was that was when I was thinking of a business based around building a brand about selling coffee online. Once the caravan came, then that was all about having this business that provided, you know, a great product, uh, a beautiful little you know setting and surrounding for our customers to drop in, and hopefully some nice little thirty-second conversation before they take off and head off, yeah. you know, to work or wherever. Yeah. So um, just to uh, really explain that, you had just set up with the coffee cart as a visual. 
aid to your online business. So you just wanted something interesting for people to see and draw them to your online um, sales for coffee beans. Absolutely. And then, yeah. 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 That's it was. Great. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. That. That's. That's exactly what I wanted. Uh, and. And I mean, there was reasons why I was on that site and, and access to it, um, and then reasons why I didn't go to a caravan initially, and that was because there was no tenants on the site, and I wasn't in a situation where I was going to invest money and put it into uh, a location that at any minute a tenant could, you know, take up residence and I'd get booted. Mm. So I had to wait and see. The caravan was, you know was what I wanted and I wanted the look of it and the aesthetics um, and but it was also because I could also hook it up and if everything didn't work out then I could you know, cut it, it off site. Yes. So have you taken it off site before? Has no, it travelled? it's never travelled. Mm-hmm. It travelled to the site and it's been there ever since and I've had a lot of inquiries on uh, if I'm available for events and please, please, please. <laughs> Yeah, you know, can you set one up here? Can you, you know, you know, but it's fixed. It's it's there, uh, you know, as permanent as I can can have it. Um, uh, we've got wonderful, you know, uh, head tenants that that uh, we lease from, and we've got a great relationship. So from that side, you know, hopefully we'll be around for a long time, mm. and um, and we don't want to change the way it looks. You know, or anything. We don't need to. It's it is perfect. It is for our business. Yeah. Um, you know, small things that you know, with it doesn't matter what size business you've got. There's always going to be little issues that you you know with space and how something works. Um, you know, it's almost impossible to get things perfect. But it's probably good that you know, sometimes with a smaller place, it it makes you think a little a bit more simplistic about things mm. you know you don't over clutter you try and make everything so that it's in a logical place because you can reach everything i can reach almost one side one end of the van to the other <laughs> with my arms fully outstretched yeah. so you know there's very few places i can't go without taking one step and i can grab something that i need and that makes it a very efficient little space. Yeah. So that's what um, what we love about tiny homes. Everything sparks joy in there. You, everything in your home or your business has a purpose and it's essential. Mm. It, you love it. There's not just things willy-nilly here and there. And everything has a purpose, has its place, and it just has to be there. So, Absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, I think that's... The beauty of, I think, that sparking joy, well, you know, it, that's a great space for doing that, you know, not only, you know, because we are so much closer to our customers and our little team has this, you know, ha- has what seems to be an invisible barrier so our customers and ourselves can interact quite easily. But that small little space, you know, we don't have it cluttered up with, with anything that's not essential because there isn't room for anything that's not essential. And we very quickly work out the things that are yeah. and are. We've introduced something, more than likely something's got to go. Yeah. One in, one way. out. That's it, absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's great. Let's um, talk about the actual van and were there any, um, you'd mentioned that you'd started with 
sort of the basics that it, you'd build on the bench heights, um, depths, fridge sizes, and then your regulations for the council, sinks and things mm-hmm. like that. Were there any, um, like, have you had to buy a really specific coffee machine or was there anything that you had to customise because it would only fit in that space or only work in that space? No, not really. I think that's where we were able to avoid because I think customising can often end up being an expensive thing. You know, when, Mm. you know, we, you know, we were, the manufacturing of the cabinets was probably one of the few things that, and, and the rear bench depth. Um, just by the limitations, we knew the front bench would be a standard, um, so standard, you know, bench width and bench height, because mm-hmm. um, the fridges that we use below are just, you know, a, a standard sort of, um, you know, bar fridges, so they just need to have that clearance mm-hmm. and, and the depth. But the back bench needed to be a bit narrower than the than the standard sort of bench, and so that cabinetry was all built again by Kerry who built the van I didn't make any ma- uh, significant changes to heights or depths uh, the coffee machine and and equipment that that um, operates in there is either commercial based for its application or some of its domestic but it's you know the sizings that we used were, um, were we, we kept it uh, fairly standard so what do you love most about your tiny business, the the van in particular. What I know from our conversations, you love that it promotes a, a relationship with your clients. It's a, or with your customers. It's it's almost like they're going to a friend's house, like just Absol- popping over to their mate's house and have a coffee, catch up, and absolutely. I think um, you know it doesn't matter what age you are, and this is probably we have kids that you know beg their parents to stop. One, they want to have a look at it, and two, yeah, maybe they get a free marshmallow every now and then. <laughs> but yeah, the, it's just it, it's uh, it attracts people straight away. Um, whether it's you know it's a little bit fairy tale to see probably the the shape of the van and that it doesn't look you know like a traditional old van, so um, it's got that that slightly bespoke sort of feel about it, um, and. The landscaping and the location that it's on, it looks like it's on a little island. It's got palm tree. So, yeah, the thing, you know, when I refer to being an oasis, it, that's, it's like a little island mm. on there. And, and it just attracts people to it. It attracts people not only to come and have a coffee, but to uh, initiate conversation. Um, some of it that um, I wasn't initially aware of, but over time realised that, a lot of our customers uh, move in within minutes, almost, or uh, you know, uh, each day through our business. So, you know, if they come through at eight oh five on a Monday, that generally around eight oh five again on the Tuesday, and so we'll have a lot of people that end up coming to us at the same time that didn't know each other, that all of a sudden start having these little conversations, overhearing a conversation. And they become start their own little relationships at you know at Black Rabbit. Yeah, you know, I don't. Perfect. We haven't seen anyone start off a relationship and end up getting married yet. Oh. but I'm sure with time, yes. there'll be two people that say, "Hey, we met here, and this is where our life went from there." Oh, and that would be a pretty amazing story. Yeah. Um, 
uh, yeah, can't guarantee it will happen. But I'm that's sure it will. The fairy tale. Yes. But yeah, that relationship with our customers, I think, when you have a tiny business, uh, uh, you know, um, a very you know uh, cute, I think, is mm-hmm. is what the term most people use. Doesn't matter, male, female, child, grandparent. Everyone says it's so cute. Mm. Um, is it just attracts people? Mm. Uh, it's like a magnet. Even you know, this can't help themselves. Yeah. They drop in and have a look. And it's a perfect blend of, you know, you probably have a lot of um, older clients coming. Oh, I remember having a little van or having some sort of um, memory of a van in their past um, when they were younger, and it brings back these memories. And then with younger people, it's like so cool it's so trendy so funky like there's not another one around and so you're really capturing such a wide audience and so true yeah that is that's right i mean um we you know we've used a press metal on the back which gives it sort of you know that turn of the century sort of you know look of it um that a lot of the older people sort of see it and they go wow i remember seeing that you know when I was a kid somewhere and then, you know, the younger generation today come in and, and just like, that looks amazing. Mm. I haven't seen that before. Mm. It's like, well, it's been around for a long time. Yeah. But, you know, so things like that, you know, it does, it, it definitely appeals to such a wide demographic you yeah. know, from that side. Oh it's, oh, it's so great. And what I'm going to do is come along and take some pictures um, one day with the van with you and all the um, things we're talking about, the um, press metal and all coffee machine, everything, we'll put them on um, the Facebook page so all the listeners can go on and have a little look as well so they'll yeah. know what we're what we're talking about. And if you wanted to give yourself a little plug, let everyone know where exactly they can get to Black it's Rabbit. Like is, yes. Absolutely. So um, as we've mentioned, we're on Musgrave Road at Red Hill. Um, we're on the uh, inbound, you know, traffic side to the city, number 43. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, we share uh, share the property um, with another tenant, um, White Lily Couture. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got a car parking space. We um, uh, our, our service to, to try and improve our um, speed of service, we have a text ahead service and you can even prepay. So... You know, uh, time seems to be the issue. A lot of people that haven't had an opportunity to stop or the ones that have after a long period of time, the uh, first thing they've said is, I just haven't had time to stop. You know, I've been wanting to. And then once they've stopped and we've explained to them, you can text ahead, you can prepay, you can do a little express parking just at the front here. It, you'll have your coffee within 30 seconds of driving onto the block. So that's that's, that's the key, um, you know, those those key objectives for our business. We know our customers. We know what they want. So, yeah, Musgrave Road at Red Hill is where we are. That's so good. And that's how I spotted you. I saw you when I was going along and then... Um, so as I mentioned, uh, friends of mine have White Lily Couture. And I was like, oh, and that's where their new store is. So it's... and. Your colours are perfect together as well. They are you, perfect, yes, aren't they? Yes, they are. I'm very... People think we've actually all arranged that organiser, mm. but yeah. Yes, it, you both look great together. It's really good. Thank you. Oh, well, Peter, thank you so much for sharing um, everything about your tiny business. We're going to now record Pink Sheep Tales, which 
listeners will be able to hear more about yourself. So where where Peter came from, um, how he evolved into the the owner of Black Rabbit Espresso. Um, so that'll be really interesting to find out more about you personally. Okay, yeah, I'll see if I can enlighten you. I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't think I was that interesting a person. Oh, uh, you are, you are. Yeah, so thanks again, Peter. And if, we'd love to um, hear if there's any updates, any anything you wanted to let us know, just get in touch and we'll pop it on the Facebook page. If there was a little event or something, do another podcast, you just let us know and we'd oh, love lovely. to follow. It's okay, really thank great. you very much, Christine. great episode. I would like to thank you for listening and I really hope you enjoyed this week's discussion. I would like to now invite you over to our exclusive Facebook group where you as our listeners will be able to interact with us, each other, see photos and additional extras that accompany each episode and be the first to know what we have coming up. If there is a particular topic you would like to hear more about or someone you think we need to interview, please drop us a line at Let's Talk Tiny Houses at gmail.com or via our Facebook group. You can find this podcast series on iTunes, Spotify or your favourite podcast app. And while you're there, please show your love by giving us a rating. Hopefully it's five stars. Our show notes will be available on Podbean along with any podcast corrections and amendments. The Let's Talk Tiny Houses podcast is brought to you by myself, Christine Murphy and my business, OCD, Organising, Cleaning and Decluttering Specialist which can be found on Facebook or through my website, ocdpro.com.au. I would like to thank all my co-hosts for their amazing contributions and Joanne Helder for editing all our audio and making us sound so fabulous. Until next week, please take care and enjoy yourself.